Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Consciously Blooming. I am your host, Natalie Green, and I am so happy to have you here today. For this week's episode, I wanted to go over spring cleaning for the spirit. Now, this is going to be two parts. This week will be part one, and then of course next week will be part two. And for this week's episode, I just wanted to stick more to how spring cleaning and keeping your space neat and tidy is really good for your mental health and why we should do it. And of course, following up with some spring cleaning tips. And yeah, since of course it's spring and everyone's talking about spring cleaning, I thought this topic was very applicable right now um, and really during any time of your life, but especially during cleaning, just cleaning seasons. So yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about that. And before we jump in, of course, I will begin with my what I've been into and what I've been up to lately. What I've been into, morning face ice baths. Now, I was a little bit skeptical of this at first, and one of my friends had been saying that she's been doing it, and I had considered buying an ice roller for my face. It's supposed to be really good for depuffing and for circulation, and it's just supposed to be good for your skin just to really wake you up in the morning. And she said it was really not addicting, but that she really loves doing it. She looks forward to doing it in the morning and I get it. Now I get it. I've been doing it for about a week now. You just freeze water during the daytime. You take out this big bowl of ice, an ice block right before you go to bed. And then by the time you wake up, it is thawed, but it's still got a big chunk of ice in it. So it's still very cold. And then you just put your face in it. You just hold your breath. I do it for 15 seconds in the water and then five seconds out, 15 seconds in, five seconds out, 15 seconds in. It feels so good in the morning. I actually do look forward to it. So I I recommend it. I do. I am now a firm believer in crazy morning face ice baths. What I'm up to, nothing too exciting this week. I am traveling for work. I will be in Chicago. So that's kind of fun, but it is a little bit... Well, it's a lot of effort to get out there, but I'm still looking forward to it because it's another opportunity to meet more wonderful people within my organization and just to, you know, get a little bit more out of my comfort zone networking. So yeah, just going to be applying those things I've been learning, watching the TED Talks during my lunch break, as opposed to just scrolling through TikTok. I've been watching those TED Talks, like I said, so I'll be implementing what I've learned from those. Now diving into this week's topic. Tis the season for spring cleaning. As I've mentioned on several of my what I've been up to, everyone is spring cleaning right now. And did you know that decluttering in the spring is kind of part of our human nature? We spend the winter in hibernation with lots of cozy vibes and there's lots of gift giving and receiving. So you're kind of piling up these belongings and things can just start to gather more quickly than we anticipated. And it's been, like I said, cozy vibes. You're wrapped in blankets, watching movies inside, drinking hot cocoa, you know, just all of those feels and just in your own little bubble, in your own space. But spring is really a time for blooming. It's a time for cleansing and renewal. And 
it's very obvious in nature if you think about it. Of, of course, you know, there's flowers blooming. There's lots of little baby animals. And if you can hear in my throat, it's very scratchy right now because all of that pollen is killing my allergies right now. But nature is in a time of renewal and cleansing. And so if we are in tune with our surroundings, perhaps subconsciously even, we also take the time to open up our spaces and refresh for the summer that lies ahead. And that really is that spring cleaning tendency that we have every year. But removing clutter doesn't just help you keep things tidy. It has a huge impact on your mental health. As to be expected, our spaces impact our mental spaces. You decorate your home how you would like it, right? And that space brings you joy because it reflects parts of you, parts of your interests, parts of your likes, things that you're attracted to. You know, you don't buy a sofa because you hate it, right? (laughs) You buy a sofa because you think it's pretty and it aligns with your sense of style, your sense of comfort kind of thing. You want your space to reflect you and the state of life that you're in. The same can be said when our spaces are cluttered or messy so are our minds. Clutter can prevent us from truly enjoying a space for really two reasons. Number one is obviously just from a lack of space. I mean, if your couch is covered in random crap, you can't sit there. There's not enough space. But number two is less obvious, and that is the anxiety that seeing that messy space can bring to us. Say your living room is super clean, but your bedroom is super messy. So if you're going into your bedroom to wind down and relax and to be in this calming sanctuary right before bed, it's hard to truly relax when things are where they're not supposed to be. Maybe your bedroom is actually dirty. It's just overall not a relaxing environment and it doesn't let your brain wind down and get you into that place where you want to be before you go to bed. Now, there are many reasons that having a clean and tidy space impacts your mental health, but I wanted to walk through a few that you may have not considered or that may be a little bit more obvious, but you just haven't really thought through it. Number one, having a tidy space brings a sense of order and control. Like I just said, our outer spaces reflect our inner spaces. And when our spaces are cluttered and disorganized, it brings about feelings of discomfort or lack of control. Things are not where they belong. You don't feel that you are in control of what's going on and there's just so much going on. And being able to control how our spaces are laid out, where things are and how clean they are, brings us this sense of control that... At least we can handle one thing. Even if there's a whole lot going on in our lives and we feel completely overwhelmed, we can at least control this one thing that is how our space looks, how it makes us feel. And so keeping it decluttered and tidy brings you at least one facet of control in your life, no matter what. Number two, it brings about consistency. I don't know about you, but I'm very much a creature of habit. Having things orderly brings about the comfort of consistency and knowing that things are where they need to be. Going back to the what I'm into, the face ice baths, knowing that I have that consistency of after I do my face bath in the morning, I dump out the water, refill it up, put it in the freezer, and it's ready for me to take out at the nighttime. And then it's thawed in the morning and having this sense of order because I know what's going to be happening and when it's going to be happening or 
the next day when I'm putting on my clothes to work or when I'm about to put on clothes to go work out, I know where those clothes are because they're, I don't have to look for them. My space is not cluttered. I don't have to hunt under things to find what I'm looking for because I've kept it tidy. And that just brings about more easily, number one, creating those habits. And number two, being able to feel comfort in the consistency and knowing where things will be and not having to wonder. You know, you're not spending time and effort doing something like looking for something or trying to remember where you put it. It's just right there. It's right where you put it intentionally. I do also want to mention that everyone has their own idea about what order is in their eyes. Like, let's say that you, this is a silly example, but you like to put all your cooking utensils in a drawer. Someone else might have a vase or something that they put them in on their counter. That's order to them. That might look cluttered to you, but that could be orderly to them. So that is just a silly example of just reminding you that If you go into someone else's space and it might seem cluttered, it might be orderly to them. It just is a completely different definition and to really to each his own. But this is a very personalized process of keeping your space clutter free to you. Number three, it helps us focus better. Having too many things in our peripheral vision and just around us it can impact our brain's ability to focus on one thing at a time. There's too much to visualize. There's too much in front of us. We can be easily overwhelmed by this or the thoughts of all the things that we have to clean up. So keeping your space clean, you don't have to be looking at all this random stuff that isn't where it belongs or worrying about, oh, I got to find time to mop or, oh, I got to find time to clean out all my clothes, etc. You don't have to stress about that because it's already done and it's not in your face and it you don't really have to think about it. And lastly, it can help you find inspiration. Maybe you bought a really awesome book or a set of paints or a soccer ball and you lost it amongst all of the clutter or had to stick it in the back of a closet or something. Now that you're doing your spring cleaning, you've refound that and you might feel re-inspired to spend the time doing what you originally wanted to do or cherish an item that you might have lost or thought you lost. Or on a completely different side of things, you might feel inspired to rearrange your furniture or your space completely. This is a time to reevaluate where you are mentally, where you are personally, and make your space reflect you. Make your space reflect how positive you are feeling and how positively you're viewing your future in the upcoming year. Now I'm going to jump into some tips to help you spring clean your space. But I do want to make one very big disclaimer before I jump right in, and that is that this is not a one-and-done type of thing. This is not just like a day of spring cleaning and then you're done. Spring cleaning should be done in smaller, more manageable chunks. It is much easier to get overwhelmed and give up if you try to do everything that I'm recommending to you all at once. It is way too much to be doing in one day. You should view this more as a spring cleaning season as opposed to all in a day. Well, you have really the entire year to do spring cleaning if you want it to be, but I advise it more as a spring cleaning season and getting yourself aligned, getting your space aligned in a more extended period of time than just a day or a weekend. Also, definitely take breaks. It is, like I said, so easy to get overwhelmed when having to make a lot of decisions 
So vary what you do so that you are not spending the whole day making decisions. It's so easy to get fatigued if you're making decision after decision. So maybe do a task that requires some decision making and then something that requires less mental activity, really like cleaning your toilet. You don't need to think too hard about that, right? So tips for physically spring cleaning. Start with decluttering. Go through your items and decide what to donate, sell, or toss. Now, I do this through my closet, through my random like broom closet, where my books are, my dresser, all of that, my shoes, my jewelry, everything. I go through all those weird little nooks and crannies that I know I'm keeping stuff in that I might have stuff that I don't need in there. So I go through and I decide what I need to donate, sell, or toss. And this can be old books kitchen gadgets you don't use, shoes that don't fit, stuff that is just taking up space. Try to remind yourself during this process that the item does not hold the memory. It's in your mind. This one really strikes a chord with me. If you are not getting rid of something solely because someone got it for you, think about how that person would feel knowing the only reason that you're holding on to it is because they gave it to you. They would be so touched to know that you cared that much and were so grateful for the gift that they gave you just for them putting in the effort, the time and the money to give you something that you're so grateful for that you're really holding on to it for them and because you're grateful for them. But they wouldn't want you to hold on to the gift simply because of that. They don't want you to clutter up your space because of it. They gave it to you because they love you. They didn't give you the gift because they love the gift and they want you to keep the gift, right? And if it is something that's maybe a family heirloom or something you know is really precious to someone and it's just something you really cannot be selling, donating, or throwing away, try and figure out a way to politely tell that person that it just doesn't really fit in your space at this moment and that you're incredibly grateful. Emphasize that, but kindly offer them the chance to take it back. Or let's say it's a skirt or a shirt that you're like, I haven't worn it in a while, but I really, really love it. And I I, I wanted it for so long, or I think I could still wear it. I like to put it in the back of my closet and if I don't think about it or don't reach for it in a month or two, I just donate it because at that point, someone else is going to love it just as much as I do and they're actually going to wear it. So I might as well donate it or try to sell it or something like that. Next, try and find a home for everything, a space where it belongs. This goes back to the idea of order and allows you to easily know where something goes as opposed to having to find a space where it fits. So this will speed up your ability to keep things tidy the whole year round. And if you don't have space for something, you will either get rid of something else to make space for it or you will get rid of that item. Now you're going to clean those weird spots that you have been neglecting. For me, that would probably be my oven. I have uh, this might be gross, but I've never cleaned the inside of my oven. I don't know how. So I'll be going to handy dandy YouTube for that. But then other spaces just might be wiping out your fridge or for me and probably other people who are renting or just have glass on their shower, um, descaling my shower glass because that is also a pain in the butt, but definitely something that I would include in my spring cleaning routine. Lastly, you'll clean everything up by just doing a, your normal clean. So that's just like sweeping or mopping, cleaning your counters, cleaning your mirrors, just dusting things just to get everything nice and tidy. And that's more so something that you'll keep up with throughout the year, but it will also help you feel a little bit more well-rounded or 
just rounding out the, the day of cleaning. Another area that you might have not considered adding to your spring cleaning routine is digitally cleansing. You should go through your old files and pictures and documents, etc. and get rid of what you don't need. They're just taking space up on your electronics, so get rid of them. Unsubscribe from all or at least most of those random companies jamming up your inbox and your email. I am so bad about filling out my email to get some little 10% discount from a website or free shipping. And so I get the most random emails. It drives me nuts. It is filling up my inbox every single day. So every now and then I just take the time to sit down and I'll go through and unsubscribe from like five at a time because it does take some effort. It is They're trying to fight you on unsubscribing, but this is worth it. Take the time to unscribe from those those organizations or companies that you don't really want to hear from, that those coupons are sending you or those promotions you don't care about. Take the time to get rid of them. This is also something I just did the other day is going through your contacts and doing a cleanup. For a while, my dad and I's phone contacts were synced up. I don't know why. Don't ask me. But I went through recently and just cleaned up my contacts and got rid of obviously a whole bunch of people that I didn't know. But then also people I did know that weren't in my life and probably were never going to be in my life again, like those random classmates that you were stuck on a team project for but are not really friends outside of that. I did delete those contacts. So going through and just doing a contact cleanup is also a good idea. Or people you don't want to talk to anymore that are not serving in this period of your life or you really don't want to have in any period of your life. So take this time to clean up those contacts as well. And lastly, going back to episode number three, how to use social media in a positive light, go through your social media platforms. Go through and delete those accounts that maybe make you feel bad. Maybe you see their posts and they don't make you feel great. Or maybe it's a page showing information that you no longer align with. Maybe it's someone you're no longer in contact with and really don't need a connection there anymore. Go through your social media platforms and just disconnect from pages that you don't need to be a part of anymore. This is you spring cleaning your feed. Now, that is all for part one of spring cleaning for the spirit. Like I said, I wanted to focus on how keeping our physical space clean impacts our mental well-being. In next week's episode, I will go into how we can go about spring cleaning our spirit, decluttering ourselves, really. Now, I will end, as I always do, with a quote, and this week's quote is from Marie Kondo, the space designing decluttering guru, as you probably know her. And she says, the question of what you want to own is actually the question of how you want to live your life. I thought that was perfectly fitting for this week and really next week's episode. But with that, I will leave you and I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope you have a wonderful week. Keep consciously blooming into your best self.